Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mistletoe and wine, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. The top two face off at Anfield and the new No Forest host Bournemouth. It's Friday, 22nd of December. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Andy Russell. It's Friday, everybody, and it's the last Friday before Christmas, Jim. Mm -hmm. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Remember when that commentator did that because it was the League One playoffs? (laughs) (laughs) It's the most wonderful time of the year, the League One playoff final. I thought you were going to get involved in the sing-song. I I could do. I mean, that's probably for the the Patreons, I think. Oh, I see. I think you want me to sing. You have to pay me these days. Maybe we'll save it for the mailbag tomorrow. That'd be lovely. That would be lovely. Uh, Uh, Maybe get your questions in. What Christmas song do you want Marcus and I to sing? <laughs> and we'll do it. Like yeah. Buble. I'll be the raptor, you be Buble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah indeed. You do um, enjoy hunting people down, don't yeah. you? Uh, well, before we get into the show, we do have an exciting announcement, everybody. Starting next Friday, we are giving you, yes, you, the chance to win a brand new 50-inch Toshiba Fire QLED TV. Can you imagine such a thing, Andy? I've got one. Oh, Andy doesn't need to imagine off, yeah. it. Do you want to be like Andy Brassel? Exactly. Tune in how you can win. Yeah, we're not just giving one of the buggers away. We're giving away three 
of the things. So if a free 50-inch TV sounds like a good way to kick off 2024 to you, then listen out for details of how to enter. All will be revealed on next Friday's show. It is a step towards becoming Andy Brassel. Yeah, absolutely. But the good parts of him. Yes, exactly. Not the boring bits. (laughs) (laughs) We've all got boring bits, Andy. No, that's the next competition. Stop giving it away. What are your boring bits? Oh, how long have you got? Uh, (laughs) You want to see them? (laughs) (laughs) Interesting would be the word I would use to describe that quite quite quickly. Well, gentlemen, uh, Crystal Palace versus Brighton. One all. Wasn't boring. Wasn't a classic, but I don't think boring would be the right word to describe it, Jim. No, absolutely not. But uh, it had some some moments in it. It was nearly, in a way, the game of the season right at the end with Danny Welbeck nearly accidentally scoring off of his face. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Against their rivals. Against against their inexplicable rivals. This was a lovely little Christmas. It was almost like the Premier League was like, we're gearing up to Christmas. Have a little bonus present. Yeah. A Thursday night rivalry oh. game between Crystal Palace and Brighton. Yeah. Um, and it'll be one all, let's be honest. Yeah, as it, it always is. Yeah. Um, but it was fifth it, time in a row that fixture's been one all. That's wild. That is wild. Yeah. The, the thing is, uh, Palace Brighton is always really engaging. And the score never describes what has actually gone in on in the game as well. It's always a complete fib. Well, what should the score have been, Andy? In your view, it should have had more and Brighton should have won. Mm. I think that was the general vibe. I mean, the um, mm, yeah. Zerbi seemed to be a touch disappointed with uh, with the with the point, and Hodgson was delighted with the point. But that's the thing, isn't it? Often the dominant team in these games don't win it. I mean, even when, like, say, if you go back to the well, no one wins it by well, the sound of it, it's always one all. <laughs> well, because the the thing is that them playing each other all the time is like a relatively new thing. Because yeah. if you go back like sort of fifteen years, Brighton were really struggling, as everyone knows. They were in a bad place. Palace were in the top two divisions, and so. This is like a rivalry that they're still. I guess both teams of, of of both fans of both teams are still fully getting their teeth into, and there's so much that goes on in this game that the score never properly describes it. And I think if even if you go back to, like, I guess the first real big one of modern Palace Brighton, you think of the 2013 uh, Championship <laughs> semi final playoff yeah. where nothing happened in the first game, everything happened in the second game. And Wilfred Zaha, who's just about to join Man United at the time, just like picked them off with his absolute brilliance at the end. And, 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 and Brighton were like, how the fuck did that happen? Didn't Ian Holloway and there's, there's a it. lot of the teams going, how did that happen? You can think of uh, in this fixture a couple of years back, you know, when Morpay scored that big dipper equaliser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just absolutely from nowhere. I just remember the, Patrick and, Vieira's face. Andy, going back to the playoffs, you, you've really skirted over this important issue. Didn't Ian Holloway step on a jobby? <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, that might have been a story at the time. Yeah, there was so there was there was chat about there being some sort of excrement in the uh, away dressing room, which was quite poor. But Ian Holloway did that little dance, didn't he? Yeah, did he have bare feet on? <laughs> no, no, that would have been no, a shame. Idiot. How quickly things can change. I told yeah. you once I got offered uh, potentially to do a show about um, metal detecting with Ian Holloway. Oh yeah, in his character. <laughs> It didn't manifest I obviously said yes, but it right. didn't manifest itself. Why are you? I don't know, because I was doing radio at the time and it was like a radio thing. Oh, I see. Yeah, and it, it was like, oh, Ian Holloway likes to go metal detecting in his caravan. Anyone does. want to go with him? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I said yes. For the record, everyone, I said yes. Yeah, but I think if you say yes, then you rule yourself out. <laughs> I didn't even ask for a fee. Mm. I was like, well, where'd, I'll pay where'd you, you need me? Yeah, where'd you need me? What time? You've got to be paid in coins, yeah. but you know, Holloway may pinch that from you. Maybe maybe all he ever finds is, is turds. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, Based you, on what you're saying. Maybe you have to find the fee. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's it. You get to keep what you find. Yeah, mm, that'd be fine. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, yes. Uh, Brighton often score late equalisers in this game. I mean, Neil Morpé leaps to mind, of course. Uh, speaking of leaping, uh, Danny Welbeck with that great header to get the equaliser. Glenn Murray uh, told him after the game on Sky that he's becoming a real salmon in the box. I like it. I like becoming. That. 33. Yeah. And I love this idea that he's really, you know, starting to get to grips with the game mm. at the top level. Well, well, salmon famously do like leap out of rivers to go to the place before they die, right? So, I mean, mm. maybe... Well, yeah, fair. It kind of makes... I'm not saying Welbeck's going to die. I've got no I'll information on that. Like, I was say, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a bit fatalistic. Yeah. I wonder if like Danny Welbeck is due a really big 30s because he missed so much of his 20s. Could be. So maybe he's got more in the tank. Maybe he ends up playing until he's like 37, 38. I mean, I'd like to see it. Well, there are strikers around who have enjoyed very, very good years um, in, in later parts of their career. And are you saying he should go to Serie A? Uh, uh, well, I mean, Marcus... That would be good, wouldn't it? Luca Tony leaps to mind. Exactly. Yeah. Leaps. 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 Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, and you say, oh, um, you know, Brighton score late goals and stuff. Crystal Palace seem to always concede late on as well. Yeah. I think they're the worst in the Premier League for goals after the 75th minute or something. So, How about that? So, yeah, it's not a huge yeah. surprise. I mean, both sides aren't being particularly uh, uh, punchy at the moment. Two wins in 12 for Brighton, one win and 11 for Palace. Brighton also failed to keep a clean sheet in their last 22 league games. They're all about Europe now. They're big time, aren't they? Yeah, That's their thing. That they, all, they seem to always score, but they, they don't have a very good record in keeping the ball out of the net. I tell you, he was also good last night. Pascal Gross, my guy. He was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, only um, Mesut Ozil, uh, he's the only German who has more goal involvements, as we call them nowadays. In the Premier League. It's in, in the Premier League. He's going to end up That's being amazing. a main... He's going to end up being a main piece for Germany in Euro 2024. Is he really? No That's great. about it. That is great to hear. They love him. Not when they knock out England. I was about to but say. But apart from that, it's great to hear. Yeah. He's going to lead the chant. It's coming. Oh, oh, he's going to do that thing. He's going to score a winner to mm-hmm. put England out and he's going to do that celebration that Andy Muller did thing, in yeah. Euro 96. Oh. Still do you remember strutting around? Yeah. Well, I think or, realistically, he's just going to have a good group stage. Mm. That's the way he's going for Germany. <laughs> or Jude Bellingham might crush the ball. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> like little ants. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Roy Hodgson, though, on the other side of the, the 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 ledger, he has denied laughing at Pep Guardiola and said he was laughing at an entirely unrelated matter. <laughs> I was it somebody? It was a joke he said earlier. That yeah. I just remembered. It's like when you when you you're mucking about with like you getting in trouble with your sibling or something. And your mum says to mm. stop it and you're not allowed to laugh and they say you're laughing you go I'm telling jokes to myself or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Roy Hodgson saying that in, like, in his 70s it's brilliant isn't yeah. it yeah. Oh, come on though he's, he's, do you actually think he was laughing at Guardiola I don't know I, Roy I, don't, Hodgson... I think even from the angle we saw it from it didn't look like no I don't think I don't think he was but I think that but Hodgson... we all hope so oh, of course. Hodgson yes. has some funny faces at times doesn't he he does yeah. he, he yeah. said unfortunately as a high, high profile figure if someone was clever enough to catch me in a photograph they can put whatever caption they like if you want to put the record straight that was it why would I want to laugh at Pep Guardiola I really don't know yeah I think he was kind of like just looking around at the situation and they go no this is typical kind of what, what a crazy thing kind of thing yeah I, yeah, I yeah. don't think he was going ah you bald fraud um <laughs> But it would be brilliant if he was. Maybe course. he thought that Pep was his egg. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. His it's egg. It's nice to see it his, ready to pop. His, his egghead. Maybe because he, he belonged. Like Roy Hodgson had lost an egg, and he went, yeah. "Oh, there it yeah, is." Yeah, he's now, isn't he? He's now. <laughs> <What's> he? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. We got there in the end, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I like the idea of you thinking that Roy Hodgson just really likes eggs. <laughs> just thinking, I, I mean, I, you never tell if it's Christmas or Easter. Imagine if, 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 if Roy Hodgson, imagine if Crystal Palace scored it, that equaliser oh, against Man City. Done? The camera pound to Roy, and he's just sitting on Pep, <laughs> sitting on his head, like incubating his head. <laughs> uh.
What reason I would have to incubate Pep Guardiola, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. What were you sitting on Pep's head? Let's not take the piss here. <laughs> Oh, oh, so yeah, a point for That's a good Roy impression. I liked it. <laughs> Very, Very good. good. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, well, of course, uh, that game is done and dusted. But we've got more Premier League games. We've got one tonight for crying out loud. Uh, we've also got one on on Saturday. We do at seventeen thirty military time, as the yeah. Americans like to call it. Yeah. Five thirty, of course, to you and I. Liverpool hosting Arsenal. Uh, my goodness. Uh, and of course, Luke and Jim. Two people that I have my hands on their their legs right now yeah. are recording a ramble react straight after the game. So keep an eye out for that on Saturday night, uh, or while you're doing your Christmas Eve shopping. We know yeah. what you like. Out I mean, there. I know what Jim's thinking. Arsenal better win this game, or it's just going to be the most tedious shift he's ever done. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, join it. You'll I'm hear. Just be, like the essentially the night before Christmas Eve. Should have done all my rapping by then. It should be really nice and festive, and I will be taking bullets yes, yeah. from Luke Moore in yeah. my own living room. Not if so, Arsenal win like three well, zip. Well, so get on it then, Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. the biggest game of the season for that reason. Yeah, well, because Liverpool reached the semi-finals of the Carabao Cup on Wednesday, and that's probably as far as they're going to go in the contest, of course, or the oh, competition. Well, because they're playing football. We talked about it on the reacts, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not gutted about that. No, you didn't sound it at the no, time. No, I didn't want Middlesbrough. Nah, definitely not. Yeah. But, but, two but, legs though, mate, two legs. Uh, as you said, that's Klopp's... a lot of opportunities <laughs> to get it right, if I, if I remember rightly. Uh, Jürgen Klopp wasn't happy with the atmosphere at Anfield, though, was he? That's, that's what I'm saying. So Klopp might actually, um, it might backfire and Fulham might take advantage. Mm-hmm. We need Anfield, he said. Yeah. yeah. And it's a little bit Pep Guardiola. You know how sometimes he has, um, uh, he has a bit of disdain for the crowd at the Etihad? I don't think I can't remember Klopp doing this before. I mean, he may well have done. Forgive me if I've, I'm missing. Is it both, something. Is it because they've both come from German football where it's like pretty intense all the time? Yeah, but they haven't come from German football yesterday, have they? No, they should know it yeah. by now. Yeah. Well, the one thing I thought. So when you talk about Pep saying it, he perhaps says it in this kind of weird way because he's obviously quite an odd character. The way Jurgen Klopp said it was was almost like it wasn't. He wasn't saying maybe it's a maybe it's a breakdown in communication because he's speaking English as a second language. But he wasn't saying, "Come on, everyone, let's." Bound together. No, he yeah. He's basically saying like, if you don't fancy it, give your ticket to someone. Well, else. Yeah. The, the quote is, if it is too much football in December, and I thought, oh, he's talking about players here, and 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 that you know maybe they need a bit of a g up, as you say, they yeah. need a bit more. No, he says if it's too much football in 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 December, if you are not in the right shape. Give you a ticket to someone else. Can, can I just say that there is someone who has not bought a football ticket recently? Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just yeah. not that easy, is it? Look, I understand that I think this is, this is probably a little bit of weird sort of internal gamesmanship, a little bit of internal mind games to make sure the crowd is really, really G'd up for Arsenal on Saturday. Because actually last season, until Granite Xhaka made a needless foul on Trent Alexander-Arnold, it was a little bit quiet, actually. And Manchester um, United, the recent game, yeah. I mean, Neville said it was the worst yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. And it, like, that atmosphere, when it's really, really pumping, is, is like a sort of legitimate 12th man, isn't it? But I think that quote in particular sort of crosses a line, really. It's, it's hard to overstate what a precious thing a football ticket is. Even if you're a season ticket holder and you go regularly, like it is something that brings so much joy to your to your life and can to your do. to your everyday. I've absolutely <laughs> yeah, it depends can do, on your support, yeah. Of course, but you know, with a team like Liverpool, that is it's a mm. it's a huge, huge thing to sort of to sort of dismiss attendance as if it's something that people will will give up on a whim and aren't that bothered about in the first place is um is a bit rich. Yeah, I think I mean I think he's got I it wrong. The term. He's yeah. trying to he's obviously trying to rally the troops and all that, and I understand that. But you know he's he's just got it wrong here, quite simply. And I know Liverpool; they've had an awful lot of success recently, won a lot of cups and and uh, and, and trophies. And of course, when a team wins a lot more, then the standards and the expectations increase. I wouldn't, 
from from what I, the little I know, because I've hardly ever been to Anfield, um, th- they seem to still keep that atmosphere up. Yeah, you know, I, I actually you know give them all the credit in the world because they, they could become very expectant, and of course they are to a an understandable mm. degree. So I'm I'm surprised he's. I'm yeah, I'm a I'm a bit surprised. Well, I, I, this if I was Mikel Arteta, I'd be thinking but, mind games. No, but I think this <laughs> is I think this is what this is what it is from Klopp's point of view. He's trying to make to to guarantee that the crowd is really the crowd is really up and really mm. really intense on Saturday because yeah. that is something that's got into yeah. Arsenal's heads before. It's something Mikel Arteta has mentioned before. Like he, he went through it as a player. He had that situation a, a few seasons ago where they they played the crowd noise from Anfield in training. Klopp knows mm-hmm. that's the thing that Arsenal were vulnerable to and that gets to them. So I mm-hmm. think he's trying to guarantee. Yeah, if I'm Mikel. Arteta, be... I would join in the mind game and go, yeah, yeah, no, we, we really like that. That'll help us if the Anfield crowd's really loud. Well, would you say it like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. He's a calm... We are filming this, Mikel. <laughs> He's a calm and measured individual, so I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure. <laughs> the one thing I did enjoy from the interview was Jurgen Klopp saying, smash them. When, yeah. when describing Man what they should have done against Man United. Yeah, so he did say, he said, he said that, oh, maybe it's because we didn't, we played Man United and we didn't smash them, mm. which is weird. Just, no, I liked it. I liked it as well. The fact is that he didn't say, what well, and we didn't beat them or put in a big performance. He was like, smash them because he knows they're a bit crap at the moment. Yeah, and we're utterly on... smashable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is also set against the history, of, recent history of him getting annoyed with that interviewer about the 12.30 kickoff, right? He mm. does appear like really gen- generally crotchety this season. Yeah. I mean, if, if there's... I guess an underlining of is there too much football? Yeah, because he's not getting enough sleep. Yeah, I guess probably not. It is, it is it's a barely suppressed petulance at the best of times, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, this week marked Mikel Arteta's fourth anniversary as Arsenal manager, which is quite something. You think, blimey, he's been that that long. That makes him the, officially the longest serving Arsenal manager. And like the replay <laughs> of. <laughs> We all agree on that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And if you agree as well, do tweet us to congratulate us. <laughs> with that. Yeah. I, I think the the replay, Jim, of his opening press conference as Arsenal coach this week. I haven't where, seen that. I don't remember what it was. He, he he explains how he's going to change the culture at the club and, you know, you're either on board or... You, well, John Cross just laughing at him. Mm. But it's it's amazing. Like, looking at it now and you're thinking, it, he actually sat up there and said that stuff and they're in a right state and he's, he's done all of it. Wow. He's, he's, like, talked it into existence like Mourinho. It's, it's amazing. Like, it's like Rishi Sunak's five pledge. Five <laughs> pledges. <laughs> Next. Yeah. Yeah. Now he he spoke a lot about standards, didn't he? And um, almost sort of implied that if you didn't um, if you didn't kind of um, buy into his non-negotiables and that sort of thing, you'd be out. Yeah, and we, we've we've seen it happen. That's exactly many, what they needed. Players. That's what they, they needed. Absolutely what they needed. Yeah, it's like a Spanish guy voicing Dave Bassett going, you know, get fit because if, if if you don't fit, do it, you won't be fucking playing, will you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's basically it's exactly that. Exactly like that. Yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal haven't won at Anfield in eleven years. I know. Yeah. It's a um. It's a massive, call it a massive... bogey grim. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, to say the least, it's it's a huge, huge thing. They came close last time. They did they? come close last time, but from 2-0 up. So, Oddly, yeah, though, they, this... you're right to say they came close, but in other sense, they were lucky to get out of where they were. The At point, the end yeah. of it, they it were, yeah. such a strange Mad match. game, yeah. really mad game. But, yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. I think um, you may remember last season... Um, um, Alex Inchenko uh, was at fault for Liverpool's equaliser before um, uh, Robert, uh, Roberto Firmino's goal. And he'll be playing again. I think that will be a potential... Area to watch, Salah versus Zinchenko. I imagine Declan Rice will be kind of popping in to try and try and help out with that situation because in the game at the Emirates last season, 
he chose Tomiyasu over Zinchenko, and he did a really good job up mm. against Salah one on one. I think that would have been the plan this season as well. That was really the first time we saw Tomiyasu play left back in a high profile game, if I can remember rightly. And he's used him there a lot mm. since, but he's obviously out injured now. So that is um, that's going to be an interesting area mm. if you are Mo Salah. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's always an interesting area if Mo Salah's there, of course. Um, Arsenal have the best disciplinary record in the Premier League so far. This that season. is surprising. It mm. is surprising, considering that they've had two red cards. Yeah, yeah and also given that their coach is a maniac. Well, that, I think that's, that's why it's surprising, right? <laughs> yeah. Because we're thinking about the dugout. Do you reckon he's just drawing all the attention well, away? I think so. 23 yeah. yellows and two reds. It, Arteta's got 18 of those yellows. <laughs> and, one of those reds, and three car park fights as well. <laughs> yeah. Which, to be fair to him, he is undefeated. He is. <laughs> Absolutely, in those car park fights. Um, there are a lot of players this season who are, of course, one booking away from having Boxing Day off. Keep your eyes on them. Yes. Do keep your eyes on the them. The Kevin Nolan prize. Yeah. yeah, Darwin Nunez is the only player uh, on that list who will be playing in this game. thing is, I can't root for that. No. I can't root for him to sort of give away a penalty and get a silly yellow card because if he does that, it will also score like a hat-trick of deflections. Yeah. Like you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I can't imagine Darwin Nunez thinking, oh, I could get Boxing Day off here. No. I just think he's just thinking football, 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 yeah, chase definitely. that ball. Christian Romero's on that list as well. And you have no, you, you know, he's have got no idea he's on the list. <laughs> no idea he's even going to be suspended if he gets another book. Yeah. He, he just thinks that he gets Boxing Day off every year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I do that. No, it's because. Um, but what do you think about this game, Luke? I mean, it's a huge one at the top of the table, of course, Liverpool versus Arsenal. And uh, well, I think that you'd say because of their home form, Anfield, uh, uh, Liverpool would be slight favourites, perhaps. Yeah, and, and you know, the West Ham game, West Ham were poor. We talked about that on Wednesday. What's probably more indicative, and it's you know it's a Carabao Cup game, slightly different, but what's more indicative is the Man United, um, the, get, the game against Manchester United, where Man United were really, really poor. Some people would say, you know, they played the way they played on purpose and they got what they wanted. You know, if that's what they want, I mean, I feel for Man United fans for the rest of the season. But on the Liverpool side of things, they were very disjointed. Mm-hmm. Like I can't remember who it was who was saying it. We were in the studio and someone was saying it was like... Um, like Salah and um, and Boslar had never played together before. Like it looked really, really disjointed. They need to sort that out against Arsenal. What I suspect may happen though is that Arsenal will show considerable more, considerable amount more ambition than Man United did, mm. which will then leave spaces for Liverpool because you know, that's much yeah. more in, mm. kind of indicative of how Arsenal play compared to Man United at the moment. Um, and then the motivation is to go top of the table at Christmas. I mean, it's but, a but big, Liverpool big were great against West Ham, and, and Salah, they were. But they were. Salah started on the bench. Obviously, Sabah started. Scored, so yeah. you're saying that perhaps well, I think leave, Salah out, leave Salah out the team. No, I'm not saying that. Okay. No, I'm very much not saying that. Right. You ask me my opinion. Mm. Don't give me my opinion. Okay. I've got plenty of my own. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I might help you. No, no. I think so here's a little, softer, more rounded one. Here's a. Li- no, I'm not interested. Here's <laughs> here's here's the here's a little one for you. A, a big hot take to take away from it. I think Salah will probably start the game. Right, yeah. <laughs> but you've even included the word probably in probably, that sentence. Yeah. Okay. You've got to catch it, catch it a bit. Yeah. True enough, true enough. Okay. Well, um, we shall see who uh, wins that game. We shall see who will have Boxing Day off. Harry Kane over in Germany, of course, at the moment, has said he will send his English friends a photo from the beach on his first proper winter break. And I like the thing, I like to think that it will be from an English beach. I was about to say, he's freezing away. He's <laughs> <laughs> not playing football, yeah, lads. He's sort of like girding yeah. away, going, I, 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 I'm, I'm bloody loving it Tottenham here. Beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done the, uh, the Christmas Day or New Year's Day swim? Absolutely not. I did once on New Year's Day. Any good? Brilliant. Was it yeah. fun? Uh, it was freezing. It was, the conditions were preferable as they as much it as they could calm. be. So there was no wind, for example. Yeah. Where about um, what, what beach was it? Down by Lyme Regis. Okay, that's a nudist beach, isn't it? 
solely. <laughs> it was that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the day it was founded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. Yeah, it People just couldn't help themselves. Yeah. All of my friends couldn't believe it, and I said it was a coincidence. And uh, needless to say, Andy, I had the last laugh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. remember throwing a dart in somebody's leg before thinking they're just going to move out the way just joking around i was about 20 meters away and thought yeah i'll just lob this one towards uh said person and they just seemed to watch it and watch it and watch it and it went just plonk right in their leg and i was like you're supposed to move i was i didn't do it too hard i wasn't going to announce that to the world but as you've asked <laughs> welcome back to the football ramble everybody Take his driver's license away from him. Why is he just so odd? Oh, you meant to move. Yeah. Just ran him over. Why is he so weird? I, I don't know, but it, I like it. His, his... I want more of it, and I am very confident we're oh, going to get it. Oh, you'll get more. Yeah, you'll get more. His life has been so different to the rest of us because he's obviously been involved in football for such a young age. <laughs> yeah. And so his stories, hmm. you'd expect to be really boring, which of course they are, but they're also undercut with a huge amount of weirdness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a very odd man. I love he? the yeah. thought of He's that. like someone from another planet trying to fit in, isn't he? Yeah. The, observing yeah. humans for the first time yeah. and, and trying to ape their behaviour. Well, yeah, because if you throw something at somebody, they obviously don't want to be hit by it. 
So yeah, you're just yeah, free to do it. Exactly. Yeah, it's not, it's not your fault. fault isn't yeah, it? it's, it's like if you if you try and burgle someone's house, they're meant to stop you. But well, if they don't, <laughs> what you're doing, you absolute target. Yeah. <laughs> what also what right, just to, just to further kind of emphasise the point about how weird he is. Why are all these stories about throwing? Yeah. <laughs> like because yeah. everything's a competition, right? Vary with himself. It. Yes. Mm. Vary it. Mm. Did you have a nice Christmas? Well, what I did was mm, I threw I, a party. I got this apple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all remember the film thing but the thing that sticks out in what well, that he's only seen like five films it's because he just thinks DVDs films. are for throwing probably. yeah well, exactly yeah, that, throw that, it that, in the it. machine it's a discus come on but he, he, <laughs> we've spoken at length about how much he doesn't like films but the thing that like, sticks in my mind from that story is where he talks about how with the England youth team they would take them take them out and like take them to the cinema basically just give them something to do on trips and he'd hate it so much he would just sit there and try to think about football <laughs> instead of taking the movie yeah, yeah but, I mean clearly his attention span is not particularly high yeah no. so as again he's got to throw so, something he's what got you, some, what some kind of yeah, yeah very good um, European Super League time chaps yeah oh good is it though is it attention spans yeah uh, the European Court of Justice ruled yesterday that UEFA and FIFA cannot block a breakaway European Super League and that their monopoly of the game is unlawful. Yeah, but when you sort of read into it at mm-hmm. all, it, mm-hmm. it also <laughs> means like it's just the European Super League is not going to happen, is it? And actually things no. can carry on exactly as they it's, are. It, says, it seems to be what everybody wants apart from two very angry Spanish clubs. It says, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> two very angry, skint Spanish clubs. Yeah. <laughs> it, it says quite explicitly yeah. elsewhere in the judgment that this is not an endorsement no. of, of, of a Super League. It, it, I mean, the verdict seemed like, oh, it was quite... But and then you read it and you go... So it was. It wasn't the rules that were at fault. It was the way they implemented the rules, which they've, which they've then since changed anyway, right? Yeah. Well, they yeah. Need, apparently they needed updating. But yeah. it was, it so was and the UEFA pres- already done that, haven't they? So what happens next with UEFA is nothing. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it I'm not. I'm not sure. Nothing does happen actually. Ooh. And I think if you look at a couple of things, really, but basically the wording of the judgment mm. and the the structure of the new competition, which again looks very, I mean, I hate to agree with Javier Tebas, the president of La Liga, but it does still look kind of back of a fag packet sort of, sort of business. Yeah. If you yeah. watch that little film, it's bad. As, as well as it looking like an eighties marketing film, there's also far more questions than answers to actually come from. It looks it. like the start of a black mirror episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's what it it, looks it like. does a little, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? But I, I, th- I think you can, th- th- Miguel Delaney said quite rightly on OTC that both sides would claim victory. He said this before the, vic- uh, the the verdict. Whatever happens, both sides will claim victory. And that that's sort of what we're getting. Because I think if you look at the formatting of it and how much it actually resembles the new Champions League in, in, in many ways, and, you know, it could always be argued that the new Champions League format from, from September is Super League by stealth. I think it's the fact that this was never about as Florentino Perez really grandly said, it was saving football, breathing life into European football, all this sort of stuff. It was about the right to organise your own competitions mm-hmm. and the right to find bigger sources of funding. That's all it was ever about. It's, it's not about the format. And that's why they've come back with something like, like the Super League. To frame it as a sporting concept is not right. It's just not like that. But I think 
you can disagree with what Real Madrid and Barcelona are doing and also look at this and look at this judgment and say, you know what? The fact that UEFA and FIFA are governing bodies and they're also tournament organisers is a complete conflict of interest. And football is very, very bad at recognising conflicts that's of interest. Fair. Yeah, definitely. yeah, that's an interesting point. We are going to talk a bit more about this from a slightly different angle on the mailbag, I believe. So, Yeah, why, why have they also, why have they named the competitions like their Mario Kart competitions? Oh, it sounds like... That's, well, that's, that's good, really at least. Perfect way of putting it. It sounds like people <laughs> who've um, never watched the game of football have yeah. been challenged to come up with a sort of project Essentially, but, th- but they've they've gone like oh, so we're going to go for the um, we're going to go we're going to go for the usual kind of Olympic type thing. Yeah, yeah, star gold and blue. No, it's already there. Gold. Yeah. If you're going to do that, do gold, silver, and bronze. Everyone yeah, gets it. Absolutely. Right. Imagine, imagine saying that your team is the don't do bronze in football. Yeah, maybe I think not. That's it, isn't it? But, but, but even to, why, where does blue come in? though? Exactly. Mm. Oh, we're the European champions. Brackets blue competition. What? Yeah, it's fucking embarrassing. But also, the, the idea that they've put forward is that it's oh, it's based <laughs> that's on the worst bit about sporting this. merit, and it's this and it's that, and it's it's really open. It's really it's really free. But if you are say Real Madrid, who are one of the teams leading the charge on it, to actually get relegated out of it would take you what three seasons where yeah. you where you play yeah. abysmally in every one of those seasons. <laughs> so it is it is. Oh, we'd all like to see shot. it. We'd all love to see it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like South. American relegation, it would be a river yeah. plate, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd take forever. But, but, yeah. also, but also, just to pick up briefly on what Andy's saying, you know, they're also, the coverage this sort of misses the point anyway. I understand the governance issue and I understand why there's potentially a conflict of interest and, you know, perhaps this is, a, this is an issue that needs solving more generally. But the reality is the Super League didn't happen not because of incorrect governance. No. It's not happened because people don't want it. No. It's not happened because German clubs don't want it for different reasons. Fans in this country and elsewhere don't want it and will never accept it. You know, as soon as um, the judgment came out, about half an hour later, Man United released a statement saying, you know, not it doesn't change anything for us. Yeah. So it's not going to happen anyway for mm. a number of different reasons. It, what it seems is going to be the case, as you've touched on, Andy, is that perhaps you'll get to a situation where you know the Champions League or whatever it may be, European competition isn't going to be administered by another co- by another company, basically, mm. which is essentially what it seems like the whole thing is compromising towards, right? But then the, then UEFA will probably fight too for now to stop that. Yeah, but but that's, well. that's the point about the, the ruling was obviously UEFA from FIFA, as, we, as we've said. They can't block the Super League, but I believe you know in European law it can still be blocked. Yeah, it would still need to be approved under competition law, which is what the the whole thing is about. Yeah. But I think the bottom line is, as as you said, how can you have a European Super League with just Barcelona and Real Madrid in it? Mm, you yeah. know, I think I think everything changed so much in the first failed attempt. I think what Luke was saying about all the English clubs and particularly. Um, you look at Manchester United coming out because they're really worried about how it will look in front of the fans after yeah. what happened yeah. first time. They're really worried about that fan backlash. And it's amazing that this happened mm-hmm. three and a half years ago. But actually, like what those largely English fans did has still had an amazing effect. And I think it's worth thinking about for fans. We should never forget that, genuinely. Yeah, yeah um, I agree. We are, we, as I said earlier, we will be talking more about the Super League on tomorrow's mailbag because one listener... But don't let that put you off. No, but, uh, <laughs> because... But I did say a slightly different angle because yeah. one listener has asked us whether English football could actually be better with a Super League. Tune in tomorrow to find out what we think about that. Uh, right, uh, gentlemen, back to uh, the Premier League. Uh, Luton Town hosts Newcastle United in a key clash uh, for their relegation survival, of course. We're talking about relegation already because it's that time of the year where we think, oh, who's top at Christmas and who's down the bottom at Christmas as well. Um, but obviously the big news coming out of um, Luton Town's camp at the moment is Tom Lockyer was released from hospital on Thursday morning. Um, so obviously we wish all the best to him. And uh, Luton have 
quite rightly said, look, we're not going to give a, a sort of an up-to-date account of, of how he gets on. So, yeah, just, so yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll sort of leave that there, of course. And as I say, we, everybody wishes him well, of course. But good that he's been released from hospital. Um, also been agreed that the Bournemouth and Luton game will be replayed in full later on this season. More games. Well, yeah. yeah. You've got 60 minutes of football there, but it doesn't count for anything. So it's interesting because it in Spain... Um, it's replayed from the, when it stopped. Because I just remember there was a Real Madrid game that stopped in the 84th minute. I can't remember why. Didn't they all go back for six minutes or something? There's a famous famous cup final in the 90s between Depor and Valencia where they there was an absolute deluge, so that's called the game off, and mm. they all came back for the <laughs> remaining eight minutes. <laughs> So it used to be the case. Can you some, imagine that everyone for falling. a cup final? Yeah. Wasn't didn't it used to be the case that if it stops? I'm not talking about the Tom Lockyer situation, sure. which of course was horrific, and that you know there's yeah, far yeah, more yeah, yeah. Yes. things than football matches. But as a general discussion point, didn't it used to be the case that if it I don't know if it still is in this country, but if it went beyond 75 minutes, the results stood. Oh, I don't know. I think I think they did. Might have been that. It does yeah. ring a bell. Yeah. Does anyway, we bell. wish him all the best. Of course, we certainly. The do. most important thing is his health. Of course. Yes. Mm. Um, Nottingham Forest host Bournemouth. In Nuno Espirito Santo's first game in charge. The Nuno Forest, you said in the mm, intro. I didn't like think that? about that. I do like it because I'm from near that part of the world and it's a very beautiful forest. Oh, yeah, you are, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I was getting it mixed up with the Cotswolds geography. I'd love geography. it. I'd love it if they renamed it the Nuno Forest. No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> You'd be no. chained to a tree protesting. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Yeah, Why are you chained to a tree? It's just a name change. <laughs> <laughs> Symbolism. Yeah. Chop the tree. Harmless down. sponsorship. <laughs> Actually, New Forest is more really Southampton territory, so right. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get involved anyway. Mm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> go there. Is that why they've got the tree in the badge? I wouldn't ve- yeah, it might be. I wouldn't venture that part of the world, really. It's too beautiful. It's very, it needs to be untouched. It needs to remain untouched. <laughs> you want, why don't you chop it all down? Yeah. <laughs> Seems very in vogue at the moment to yeah. chop trees down unnecessarily. Well, yes, uh, so Bournemouth are going to the city ground to face those tricky trees and we'll hope to chop them down in a way, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, will Steve Cooper be topless in the Bournemouth away end as predicted on Ramble Reacts? I really hope so. I think you're onto something there. <laughs> Megaphone. Yeah, because it's quite mild out for this time of year. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm. It is. I mean, that, that's what he's thinking, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Get yourself in the train. I wouldn't have done this, yeah. but it's, it's actually <laughs> it very warm for it. <laughs> yeah. I think the Forest fans would understand it and go, that's fair enough. So the big rumour today is the aforementioned Roy the Boy Hodgson, yeah. when he inevitably steps down um, in the summer, <laughs> swoops yes. down, swoops down off his perch. Um, Steve Cooper may slot in there. Yeah, it seems like that. a nice fit, doesn't it? It would. It does. It does. They're, they're like looking for an upwardly mobile young manager. They tried it before, didn't quite work out for them. Steve Cooper will walk into another Premier League job. Absolutely. Not at the very, very top end, but he will definitely get one. Mm. Crystal Palace seems like a lovely fit for him. So, Steve, if you're listening, don't take your top off and get into the Bournemouth end because mm. it might sully your excellent reputation. <laughs> uh, and if you are going to do it, maybe pat a big eagle on your oh, chest. I don't, I don't. <laughs> don't do that. You look like a proper nutter. Um, but I would like to see him do... Um, a, a a what would it be the twenty uh, third of December they swim in the Trent that'd be nice yeah. swim up it yeah <laughs> or walk on it like Brian Clough used to yeah apparently he did yeah, yeah. Well, we don't know we didn't have um, yeah. social media at the time Bournemouth of course are the form team in the league right now since losing six one at Manchester City they've won four and drawn one of their last five games incredible so, that any point of this season Jim that Bournemouth are the form team yeah well so this is an amazing test of the form team versus the new manager bounce so that's going to be oh. absolutely fas- fascinating contest you but, love a new manager bounce well, it doesn't always happen well it doesn't always happen but it's but it's an interesting thing to behold isn't it um, but also I think you know Bournemouth were 
quite unlucky at the start of the season with you know just, am I right in thinking they've still not managed to get Tyler Adams or Alex Scott onto the pitch they're two mm. sort of no. marquee signings and Ariola was always going to take a little bit of time he's clearly got some talent in that squad he's, he seems to have really unlocked Dominic Solanke as well in a way that yes. a lot of managers have tried to do yep. um, I didn't think he had it in him quite, well, I, I was genuinely didn't think, think that as well but clearly he's you know he's 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 starting to deliver on the promise um, that a lot of managers but, saw in him but Andy you uh, I think you uh, and some other people were talking about how you know, it was like Iriola was doing an okay job. They just weren't getting the results, and you thought this would come, right? Yeah, um, but I, having said that, clearly he was very, very close to getting the push, right? Be- because of those results, yeah. Because you know, in, in in the Premier League, you just can't go that long without without getting a result. You know that those those are empty words, basically. I think in terms of this, it's a very difficult fixture for Forest at this point in time, and I think if you're a a neutral forest watcher, you're thinking, oh, at least they've done this in time for the the winter window. They've done it in time to be the main protagonists of the winter window, haven't they? All over again. I mean, it's already there, there is there is nothing as certain as that they could come by ten players. Yeah, but, but Nuno already said in his opening press conference, it's going to take me ages to get to know all these players. There's yeah. like way too many, of them especially already. when ten new ones turn up in January. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to have, I mean, how ob- they operate ob- in that ob- window. Obviously, that whole part of it, the recruitment part of it will have nothing to do with them. And of course, he's fine with that because he's used to that sort of situation. Get Connor Cody back in Nuno's grip. <laughs> in his grip? Yeah. Get him back in there. Like it. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the player they want um, back is, um, is Awani, right? But he's out yeah. for till March. Can't sign it? him, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 if someone could sign him, Maranakis would probably try to <laughs> sign him again. I mean, that, that's the most difficult thing, isn't it? For a club of that sort of standing to go and get a goal scorer in January that's going to keep you in the division. Difficult. Yeah. Like, like that, that is that is the most difficult transfer window task. Mm. Yes, it is. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right, Andy. Uh, before we move on, uh, former Bournemouth boss Gary O'Neill will no doubt be delighted, of course, Wolves are playing Chelsea on Christmas Eve. Chelsea... This is a home game for him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Chelsea would be more disappointed, although Chelsea do have a, um, a dubious penalty to look forward to. I was about to say, imagine, imagine <laughs> if, if Chelsea get an absolute present in the last minute of the game on Christmas Eve, I'm going to have to go to Gary Neal's house myself yeah. and say, look, it's going to be okay. Sky going to have a graphic ready for it because oh, it's time. such an inevitability. Yeah. little present... Yeah, I think so. Gary O'Neill's now looking sad. I want Wolves (laughs) to win the game, I'll be honest with you, because I want Gary O'Neill to have a nice Christmas. We all do. Don't we all? Mm -hmm. We absolutely all do. I want him to have a so solid Christmas. (laughs) We also want um, Chelsea to get into Christmas in the bottom half, don't we? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I'll be up for that. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I'm Uh, up for any team other than my own being in the bottom half. It's, all of them. It's touch and go. Yeah. Fulham, Fulham could could potentially get out of there as well. well so yeah. Fulham have got more leg room yeah. in the top half. Fulham can win Stretch the league out. finishing ninth. <laughs> <laughs> <Or in the bottom. laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, gentlemen, um, before we uh, get on to our, our acca, I want to bring this to the table. We're going to Scotland. It's been long overdue. Actually, we did, we did it on Wednesday. On Wednesday yeah, yeah, three days. I'd say that's overdue. <laughs> <laughs> we literally had no recorded opportunity to do it more since the last time we did it. So it's been too long, yeah. Um, well, Ross County, we, we, we're particularly talking about this time. They don't often get a mention on the show, but my goodness, Derek Adams has ensured that they do today. He had quite a sensational rant about the, <laughs> the standard of Scottish football after he signs 1-0 to defeat to Dundee last weekend. <laughs> 
Before we play it, can I just say, if you want the context of how sensational it is, uh, I watched it in the kitchen of my house, mm. I watched it again, and then I called my wife in to watch it with me a third time. <laughs> now, now, bear with us, because the clip we're going to play is one minute and 13 seconds long. And it, it's it's about a quarter of the what The original one's on. about four and a half minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We had to talk, obviously edit it down for you, but, but please, like, just get Enjoy a load it. of this. Derek, a disappointing way to, to lose... The, the game this afternoon, your your assessment on the today's uh, defeat against Dundee? Yeah, I mean, we were the better side in the afternoon. We had uh, the better chances uh, throughout the afternoon. We had most of the play. Um, we created some good openings. We should have been ahead in the game. But that takes nothing away from the fact that the game was really poor. The standard is shocking, really. It's one of the worst games I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just, I've been back here and I see the standard and I think, wow. Any chance? If I'm a spectator and watching that today, I'm thinking, is this what Scottish football's about? It needs to get up its game. And and if I'm a paying customer at this moment in time, I'm not coming back to watch that, I tell you that. And I suppose from your own point of view, you can influence that in terms of making Ross County a good team to watch. We're trying, but, you know, choices on the pitch, you know, you've got to be better on the ball, you've got to be better executor. And, um, you know, I've left a team... Uh, down in League Two, that's miles better than this team. Miles. And uh, that's saying something. You know, we had the bottom budget in League Two and we are a hundred times better than this. A hundred times. <laughs> I mean, absolutely astonishing. It really He's is. only been there a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. I love it how it snowballed so quickly. Yeah. I mean, it was shocking. The standard was. Sh- why are people coming to pay to watch this? It's, it's like an existential crisis unfolding before our very ears. I can't believe it, honestly. And and he was asked about his comments and, uh, you know, would you like to maybe, uh, you know... Well, no, because then a lot of Scottish um, football experts came out and said, yeah, he regrets saying that. Yeah. You know, he's going to... Do you know what he said? I stand by it. <laughs> yeah, what he actually Did he double said, dune? He's quadrupling dune. What, what he <laughs> yeah. actually said was, I'm trying to get us moving up the league, trying to push the players on. People can say that's maybe devaluing them, etc. but I'm trying to get them moving forward and get them thinking. Get them thinking. <laughs> get them thinking. They're absolute garbage. <laughs> it's top. It's absolutely top. Oh, man, amazing. Look, I hope there's more to come. Yeah. I really do. Well, maybe we'll keep an eye on Derek and Ross County. He's got he's got something of a checker past himself anyway with uh, with different bits and pieces happening where he's been managing. Is that right? So keep an eye out for for. for future transgressions mm. I would say anyway are you going to call him a good footballing man then? he's a proper footballing man yeah, yeah. Um, none of this laptop business um, <laughs> anyway it's now time for the Ramble Hacker with Betfair uh, with Betfair this season you can build your football accumulator with their 90 minute payout where all winning selections will be paid out at 90 minutes on their match odds 90 markets regardless of what happens in added time. And if you know one thing about the Premier League this season, anything could happen oh. in added time. So it's, you don't have to worry about that. Today and every Friday, we build an acre of our four match odds, 90 bets from across the Premier League. Uh, Marcus, you are on a hat-trick this week. Come on. You got back on the horse, two wins in a row. Mm. Um, and who have you gone for this weekend? Fulham to beat Burnley. <laughs> <clears throat> Hold your breath for that one. Yeah. Um, that'll be, a, that'll be a, a pretty safe one, I would I say. I mean, Fulham, you know, they just they got battered by Newcastle. Mm. It was it was a bad time, so you know it's all to play for. It is all to play for, but I think they've you know, got a good chance. Let's, let's say, Jim, um, who have you gone for? I've gone for Nottingham Forest to beat Bournemouth. Mm. I'm going to put the new manager bounce to the test. It's a little bit of a you know bit of a tricky one because, as we said, Bournemouth are in, a, in really really good form. But um, I've I've got a suspicion that the new the new manager bounce is very powerful. The so new no manager bounce to Jim. win. Mm. So Forest to beat Bournemouth, Andy. I've gone for Liverpool to beat Arsenal. Snake. Oh. I got a little snake emoji 
in Did from Jim really? on, <laughs> on WhatsApp from that? Well, Jim, you've got 7 out of 15 correct so far. So just under 50%. Andy, you've got 6 out of 11, so just over 50%. It's mm. a very, very similar record, both of you. So Liverpool mm. to beat Arsenal, that's the big game of the weekend, of course. I'll round things off by telling you all that I think Spurs will beat Everton. <clears throat> um, and my record at the moment is 7 out of 12, so not doing too badly. So in summary, Fulham to win, Nottingham Forest to win, Liverpool to win and Spurs to win. A £10 bet with Betfair on that returns £144.05. pence. And all that money, if we win, we'll go to Prostate Cancer UK. Don't forget, for every stoppage time goal in the Premier League this weekend, Betfair are donating £10 to Prostate Cancer Care, uh, or Prostate Cancer UK, sorry. We've already raised over £400 this season alone just from that. So remember, with Betfair this season, when you place a bet on their match odds 90 markets, your winning bet is paid out in full at 90 minutes. Any bets that are winning at 90 minutes but are then undone by stoppage time drum will not be affected. And that's the same for our round blacker every week too. Exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. T's and C's apply. 18 plus only. And for more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. It's time. Come on. Come on. Come on. I don't know what that means. I know this is many years too late. For this, but can you show a bit of decorum? I'm pumped. I'm absolutely right. pumped. I've got the listenership behind me. <clears throat> Twitter's been amazing all week. They've been so supportive. So I uh, can't wait to let them down. Well, I think that's as good as it's going to get for you. It's a simple game of categories. Andy, can I sort of stop you there? Um, I would bite your hand off right now for a Jim Campbell win. Oh, you're you're, you're, lineal, <laughs> you're a lineal champion. If, if Jim wins today, I'll be I'll be all right with that. Fucking pathetic. So what have a deal with? You know what this is like. It's like ABL. The, it's ABL. Like the, it's like the last week of school <laughs> before Christmas where it's a quiz or you're watching a uh-huh. pirate copy of E.T. Yeah, and everyone's yeah, yeah. being so really so naughty. The, the you not on three the are going to be uncontrollable. And I know what you're, you're Friday speller. You're not just any day of the week speller. You're Friday yeah, yeah, yeah. speller. I'm watching you. <laughs> I'm watching what, a lot, you. what a lot of the people on Twitter have been saying to go. me is how come Luke never gets to go first in the first uh, round? That's what they've asked me. Really? Uh, well, it's, in games, it's a simple early. game Absolute, of categories. Andy's choice. Andy's in charge, everybody. Andy chooses. It's a simple game of categories. If you go too slow, I'll pay Gary Neville's orgasm, which will leave you seven seconds. Marcus won a tiebreaker last week, of course, to take the lineal belt away from Vish and go top of the table. Oh, we'll top have of the table to see well. if that happens again. And Jim is going to go first. Fuck it, I never get to go first. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. never get to go for Marcus. Even you must be. A lot this, this is, I think this you have a point. Due, there. Yeah. You do this have a is point due there. to the right. You two are both lost already. <laughs> <laughs> this is due to the seat in which you sit. I prefer to sit in that seat. If you were sitting here, I always go to the person to my left. Right, good to know. So for next time. you'll know. For, you'll know for next time. Yeah. Anyway, um, the Jim category one. <laughs> <laughs> See that towel on the back of that. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he arrived <laughs> with a tent and a bottle of pims. <laughs> it's like Rod Stewart tickets for Jim. He's back in there at four a.m. Let's do it. Right, let's go. let's go. Right. English clubs Ooh. that have won an international trophy. There are 14 answers. An international trophy? Well, we well, so a European competition? Yeah, yeah, European yeah, competition. Yeah, European yeah. competition. Okay. Not the World Cup. You can't say West Ham winning the World Cup. Okay? Yeah. Stop giving us answers. English Man. clubs that have won an international continental trophy. Man City. Manchester United. It's your turn now, Luke. Liverpool. Chelsea. Arsenal. Oh, this is a good pace. Um, Nottingham Forest. Oh, like that. Aston Villa. Oh, you fucking wanker! That was my good. That was my good one. West Ham. 
Ooh. Spurs. Very good. Ipswich Town. Love oh, that. nice. Oh, yeah. Everton? This is an exemplary round. How many left? Can't be many. There can't be. Uh, how many left, Andy? Uh, one. Let's have a bit of Gary now, Andy. Three. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. Newcastle. That was oh, that was very good. Bollocks, I'm out. <laughs> Fulham? Is that three-way into content? Yeah. Oh, he's a listener. Yeah. He's a listener. There can't so be any left. So there's one left. There's one to go. Wolverhampton Wanderers. <laughs> Some people would argue against that. Yeah, yeah Honved. They're not yeah, in here, though, are they? They would. They're not in here. Unofficial mm, no. So, So what's the situation? Because there's one team left. So that's... There's one to go. And Jim went first. Yeah, yes, so it's just as well I got that wrong. Okay, <laughs> so I've got to get this right to tie it up. Yeah. I mean, look, Philip Buster, it won't stop me playing this. Portsmouth, Anglo-Italian Cup. Oh! Anglo-Italian Cup. Oh, that's, that's very good, but... Right, so. ah, doesn't count. It's a Le- shame. Leeds United. Oh! We're missing one. Mother. Oh, so it's, it's one for Jim... Well done, Jim. And I'm surprised Jim. you're not protesting against that. Well, it's not a major trophy, I do. What Intertoto is? Well, it's a top flight trophy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The Anglo Italian Cup, as much as I'd like to claim it. Okay. Right. I'm also not sure they actually won it. Mm. <laughs> 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 Let's leave it here and move on to the next yeah. two. Oh, I'll just leave you enough, with this. Fair enough. They definitely competed in it. Yeah. That's I'm really annoyed thing. that I said the other day that Fulham won the Intertoto. Yeah. Let's, not, Jim... let's not undercut uh, next week's category, which is English clubs that have won an international trophy where there was a punch-up at the end <laughs> involving all the staff. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, so 1-0 to Jim. Shit, it's poor start by me. But that was a good standard. Yeah, yeah very, very good. So. Leeds, Leeds, of course, won, Leeds, of course, won the Inter City's Fairs yeah. Cup twice, mm. the uh, predecessor to the UEFA Cup. So, 1-0 to Jim. Uh, number two, category number two, uh, players who were in either squad for Manchester United 4, Newcastle United 3 on Boxing Day 2012. That was Sir Alex Ferguson's final Boxing Day game. Squad. In yes. the squad. Okay. There are 36 answers, okay. therefore. Jesus, this is tough. Who's and first? Marcus is first. He might well have been suspended, but I'll go for Wayne Rooney. That could not be better news for me, that. Unbelievable. Jesus, okay. Um, this is annoying. And now, well, I, no, there, I, are, I, there are some names on here, is all um, I can tell Darren you. Fletcher. Very good. David De Gea. God, that's the only other name I had. See, sometimes not good go first, because you'd no. have probably had Rooney as well. Yeah. There are some big names in here and there are some weird names. Let's try with uh, Anderson. Oh, I don't know about that. It's good. It's not right. Jim for the win. So Robin Van Persie. Was he fit? Jim! Oh, (laughs) fucking... What did you go for Anderson for? I'm never going to win. Yeah. I'm never going to win this game. (laughs) Dear... Now, Jim may not see it like that, and that's his, his right not to, but I feel like um, the Liberal Democrats right now. <laughs> the, uh, the Lib Lab Coalition is one in my eyes. <laughs> what a glorious victory. What year was Anderson at United? Oh, I mean, 1982. He won the Champions League. He scored a penalty in the shootout in 2008. Yeah. 
I'm just not very good. At, I'm not very good at the timing of yeah, that. I, 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 you say ten years ago to me, it doesn't really mean anything. Mm, well, clearly, because I'm ageless. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done, Jim Campbell. Thanks. I didn't even come close this week. Has the uh, lineal title at uh, Christmas? Well yeah, done, mate. Nice. Like I, Arsenal I needed that. Good um, poor temp for Arsenal. Well, we, we'll see, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Football Rabble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair, part of the Acast Creator Network. Do join us tomorrow for that mailbag, everybody. Follow us on Twitter, currently known as X. TikTok, YouTube and Instagram at Football Ramble and don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. The keys are in the lock. The gate is open because it's Christmas, everybody! It's Christmas! <laughs> Have a couple of days extra yeah. for your bad selves. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Go fuck yourself. Say goodbye, Andy Brassel. <laughs> I'm off to find Santa's special key. Mm. Nice it. Say happy Christmas, Jim Carrey. Have a brilliant Christmas, everybody. Absolutely right. See you on the mail. Santa's special key. Sounds a bit pedo. <laughs> Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.